What the fuck is going on, man? We just got done blasting Death's Disciple, dude. That track is fucking insane, man. I love it. Awesome. Glad you love it, man. Hell yeah, dude. It's the opener from the record. Yeah. That's it's a, a pretty ripping little number. <laughs> dude, that's a hell of a fucking track, man. The way that it fucking slows down there at the end, and then just, I mean, that that is so fucking heavy, dude. Shit. <laughs> so, so, so Yeah, I think it's pretty fucking killer, too. So tell us, man, what's going on in the world of Drawn and Quartered? Well, the main thing is, you know, obviously the release of Congregation Pestilence, which is officially going to happen in a little over a month on the 2nd of July. And that's fucking awesome shit. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the big thing. We've been uh, trying to keep moving on, you know, basically keep moving we've got uh another recording that we're in the process of working on right now it's gonna end up a uh split release with ravenous death from mexico so that'll be really killer oh badass man yep and then uh you know there's even more in the pipeline beyond then so it's just basically a matter of getting it done we're trying to get as much of that done you know, as possible, all shows aren't really a possibility. Yeah, no doubt, man. Fucking, well, I mean, it seems like they're coming around a little bit, slowly but surely, you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's going to happen, you know, more, you know, sooner now that more people are finally starting to get vaccinated and more places are starting to open and people are going to start feeling more comfortable being around other people. And then it'll be, like, time for Heavy Metal Mania again. I can't fucking wait. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. So uh, so, so last time I had you guys on the show was uh, back in 2018, man. Fucking, uh, I, I'm pretty sure quite a bit's fucking happened since then. Fucking, I know, <laughs> obviously with the pandemic and everything, but... Uh, can you tell us like uh well what was what was like what was it like uh doing the fucking recording process for this record was it different from the from the last Um yeah it it was, definitely was I mean the the last few recordings have actually kind of not basically just say that maybe they ended up uh a little bit different than they might have been intended to start with um the, uh, I mean, as far as the process now, we pretty much uh, record at the uh, at the rehearsal studio. We basically got facilities to record there, and uh, Simon has a rehearsal studio with a friend that gets a good drum sound there, and then we just do the rest in the uh, in the band room, basically. Yeah. And uh, past couple albums, we've had a lot of help from. Uh, Cruciator Productions with the mix and master, and so that's worked out really well. Gotten a couple of really badass sounding records with uh, One Who Lurks and now Congregation Pestilence. Hell yeah, man! Yeah, yeah. The sound, the uh, the production quality of this is through the fucking roof, man. Like it just it it pumps out of the fucking speakers like uh, I don't know what, man. It just it sounds fucking good, dude. That's killer to hear. I'm glad you think so. We've definitely thought it's uh, pretty badass sounding too, pretty big, pretty powerful. And uh, so it's good to hear other people think the same. 
Fuck yeah. So you, you guys are located in uh, Washington State, correct? Yep. Yeah, based in Seattle. What's uh what's it like? Well, what's going on up there, man? How how's everything uh how's everything panning out up there so far? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Probably like uh like a lot of shit. You know, it's I don't know, you know, right now things are kind of between, you know, half open and half closed. And there's still, you know, basically like you know, shit like shows and live entertainment where you're packing people in side by side obviously still that's not happening but you know there's more restaurants and bars and breweries and stuff open at, at least you know partial capacity and so that's i feel like starting to get a little bit better and uh you know definitely looking forward to Hopefully, after uh, by the end of June, they're saying that the state could open up, so that would be cool. And then hopefully, we'd be seeing some shows after that. Oh yeah, man, yeah, for sure, man. Fucking, uh, well, I mean, I know like this record's already been getting really good reviews. You guys have been getting featured all over the fucking place, man. Uh, what's your take on all that? Like, how, how does it feel? Like, it's. I mean, it's great. Now, obviously, the more exposure, the better. Um, you know, we're an underground band and probably always will be, but, you know, still the more people that can hear us, the better. It's definitely something that's, you know, really become apparent to us when we go, have gone other places to play, you know, in the past few years. And, you know, there's lots and lots of people out there in the world that still, you know, haven't really heard of us. And you know, probably goes for lots of bands and lots of places. If you're not the, you know, the big bands getting the big pushes through all the, you know, all the labels and everyone's inbox being spammed daily with you know all the crap and all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's like you know, basically great to hear other people like the record, and uh, you know, hopefully it once they're. Once there are opportunities to be had again, hopefully it'll uh, you know help get us to some more of those. Hell yeah, man! And then uh, you know we'll just keep trying to trying to build on that. That's get out there and maim more people. Fuck yeah, dude! As far as the band name Drawn and Quartered, uh, how did you come up with that? Um, well, it was just one that we came up with. Uh, at a uh, point in time that, you know, when we started the band, uh, we had the name Plague Bearer, and uh, a couple of us at the time were like, that's maybe a little similar to the Bolt Thrower song, and maybe we <laughs> wanted a name that was a little more brutal than that or whatever. And, uh, you know, so we just wrote down a bunch of ideas, and I think I might have come across that in a book, of torture, a book about torture or something and wrote that down, and it was like, that was one that kind of, resonated and stuck and so we've gone with that and you know i've always kind of liked it because it's like it's super brutal if you know what it is but if you don't it's not like you know something that immediately sounds you know like brutal death metal or whatever so it's a little subtler in a way so that's kind of cool hell yeah man 
Yeah, I, I got turned on to you guys fucking years ago. A friend of mine fucking told me just, I, I can't remember when or what we were talking about, but he was like, dude, you got to check out this band, Drawn and Quartered, and the name itself, I was like, fuck, that just sounds fucking brutal, dude. And then, uh, yeah, of course, I checked it out, and it was. Um, as far as your your songs, uh, the lyrics and stuff, what? how can you explain those? Um, well, I could probably say a lot of things. Um, I don't necessarily want to say too much because one of the things I like to do with at least some lyrics is to try to, you know, leave room for interpretation by a mm -hmm. listener uh, and, you know, or, you know, something to make someone think or just, you know, whatever. Then there's you know, obviously some others that are just more storytelling about sick and brutal stuff from uh you know from the beginning i tended to write a lot of stuff that's kind of true crime based you know basically serial killers and stuff and uh yeah there's definitely some other slants like you know a long-standing anti-christian anti-religious bent uh you know, definitely reflections on, you know, humanity's stupidity and failures and so on. There's no shortage of material there. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. The last guy that I interviewed from your band, and I, I can't fucking remember right now for the fucking life of me but who it was, but he was telling me that you were fucking extremely educated on some shit, like, and that's what... Uh, like you were the, you were the guy that fucking did all the stuff, man. <laughs> I'm the brain, the brains of the outfit. <laughs> nah, I mean I went to school, so yeah, I got a brain, but I also play in a death metal band, so there you go. Oh fuck yeah, man. Well, I mean hell, dude. Like, look at Carcass, man. Fucking remember that shit? Oh yeah. I mean med school shit. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, speaking of that, can you tell us about some of your influences, man? Like, what got you into fucking metal music? Oh, well, what got me into metal music, like, originally it would be probably like hearing, you know, old priest on the radio and stuff like that. And hearing like, whoa, that shit's heavy. And then discovering Iron Maiden and, whoa, that shit's heavier. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then on through the, you know, Venom and Slayer and then through fucking, you know, Sodom, Bathory, Destruction. Then getting the, you know, Immolation, Incantation, Morbid Angel, you know, lots of shit from the early 90s. Guess, uh... Today is the 30th anniversary of Like an Ever-Flowing Streams release. Someone told me, at least, or there was something posted to that effect. Which I just jammed it earlier. <laughs> but, I mean, it's largely, like, older shit in, you know, in a way, like, pretty much anything that you hear or read or whatever will influence you to some degree. But, you know, that's where... That's the core of where, like, my musical and probably, you know, lyrical influences, too, 
come from. Although lyrically, I can definitely say that, you know, I appreciate some later stuff like, you know, the early black metal stuff, some of dead lyrics and things like that are really blood chilling. Oh, hell yeah. So that, that kind of stuff can, you know, kind of influence the style or mindset sometimes, if not necessarily the content, you know? Hell yeah. All right, I got some questions for you coming in from the listeners, man. Uh, Lady Red wants to Killer. know how many instruments can you play? Uh, me, it would be vocals and bass. If you want to actually say play, <laughs> I could fart around on a guitar because that's not too far from a bass, sort of. Yeah. And, uh, I, I can pick up a stick and hit a drum with it too, but I can't play drums, play drums. Right on, man. Uh, That's al- about it. She also wants to know, do you have any plans on coming to Canada in the future? Canada, uh, can only hope. Um, we had a, we actually had a covenant festival in Victoria, uh, not Victoria, Vancouver, uh, booked for, would have been would it have been this July last I don't even fucking remember the years now anymore uh, but we would have played that if that, that hadn't been canceled because of fucking covids um, and I haven't heard about a reschedule possible rescheduling yet for next year or anything like that but uh, we'd obviously love to we'd been to Canada a couple of times um, and uh, actually a few times we played uh, up in Vancouver two or three times and we've actually played in alberta a couple of times as well it would be killer to get over toward the eastern end of canada to you know toronto and montreal and all the maniacs over there there's some sick bands from over there too oh yeah man the metal scene up there is fucking insane man yep fucking phobocosm adversarial fucking fellist or whatever their fucking name is Lots of sick shit. Another question: Have you been in, from there? Have you been in any other bands? Um, I've participated. I guess. I mean, there's been the basically the you know the side bands and offshoots of Drawn and Quarter, like Plague Bear, prior to it, and a lot on the side over the years. And there's also a project called Winds of Pestilence. Um, that we had for a few years, which was the first one where I did bass and vocals. That was sort of the <laughs> the training, so to speak. Um, and uh, I also, for a little while, did vocals in a band called Belt Fed Weapon, uh, basically a friend's band, and did that for a few years, um, which was a lot of fun. And then that just kind of came to an end, and he's still carrying on and doing that with different people and that's great and yeah belt fed weapon dude that's a fucking belt fed weapon (laughs) dude that is that is a fucking badass fucking name too man fuck yeah it's a killer name (laughs) they're pretty ripping thrash too the uh newer stuff's got some you know more clean singing i was doing definitely some gruffer you know trying to make it some you know deathy thrash type stuff it was cool and it was fun so it was 
main reason I did it, and dude's a good friend. So, but nowadays, drawn and cords the focus. Although we're still, uh, we're actually still doing Plague Bear on the side as well, and there's uh, recording that uh, recording of Plague Bear that's basically finalized. Other than uh, I think we need to decide on the last mix, um, and that'll eventually be out in some format through someone um and that'll be cool too it's unfortunately not anything new it's basically the um archival stuff but you know we're playing it with the lineup that we're playing it now uh, that we're jamming with now and so it's pretty cool sounding hell yeah uh, what about collaborations, you guys? I know you talked about you have a split coming up, but like, uh, any plans on doing any kind of collaborations or anything? Um, the only thing that um, we're really doing, I mean, we are we are actually planning on another split 7-inch, uh, I believe, with um, Bullet Belt from New Zealand. Um, that all comes to fruition, which hopefully it will because that would be killer. And, uh, um, otherwise, um, the project I mentioned, um, that's supposed to be a split with ravenous death, um, is actually a sort of collaboration with a friend of ours, um, Jose Luis from Sol Negro and, uh, formerly of blood soaked from Mexico sometime back. And so basically he and uh, Kelly collaborated on, writing some material and just basically arranged it and putting it together and getting it recorded. So that's pretty cool. And, uh, Kelly is also collaborating with a number of other people. Like, um, he's been playing, contributing to Drakkar, uh, from California. Um, some other projects too, I believe that have, that aren't on the top of my mind right now, but, uh, you know, it's basically doing, you know, fun things with people we like, you know, trying to get more exposure so on, but, you know, drawn and quartered is still the primary focus. Hell yeah. Next question, uh, Vicky wants to know, bubble baths, showers, or blood baths? That's an easy one. Blood baths. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Or blood showers. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like the, what was that movie, uh, fucking Hostel fucking 2, I think it was. Have you ever seen that? Uh, I don't know that I've seen that one. There's there's a scene in there where this where these this chick fucking uh, has this girl fucking hang hanging above her, and she fucking she's laying in a bathtub naked, and she slices her open and the blood fucking just starts spilling out of this chick, and it's getting all over this girl that's laying there in the bathtub. She starts masturbating in it and fucking uh, it's it's pretty insane. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty brutal. That's what I think of when I think of blood shower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty brutal. I can think of yeah, that can be that could be pretty disgusting. <laughs> uh Thunderous wants to know how how have you guys been practicing as a band during COVID? You guys wearing masks and shit or 
What are you doing? We haven't really. I mean, to be honest, we just kind of it was just kind of make the decision that you know it's something that we're going to do, and you know we don't have huge amounts of social interactions any of us outside of doing this. So it's not, you know, it's not what wasn't something that was really that much of a risk. It felt like, and there's still, you know, some degree of distance that we're able to have in some places. Um, there was a practice that I actually tried to do a couple of songs with a mask on it, about two and a half songs. in. it was like, feel like I was starting to inhale fibers and I was like, fuck this shit. You were trying to sing with the mask on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I guess that would work. I mean, I guess it would be sort of like having the fucking uh, pop filter on, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Or like I was, you know, McGuire or something like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the sound would go through all right, but it was just, you know, a pain in the ass. It's like when you're trying to take a quick breath in between lines or something, it's like, uh, yeah, this is bullshit. Yeah. Another question. Thunderhead wants to know, what's the greatest show you ever played at, and where was it? Well, there's uh, there's a good number that come to mind, but uh, I don't know, a couple that are popping right up. Our, uh, one early one would definitely be doing uh, November to Dismember in Los Angeles in uh 2000 with tons and tons of killer bands and uh that was probably one of the biggest shows we probably the biggest show we played at the time and you know there was huge pit even though we had to play you know a short set typical for a festival like that but that was rad um then uh a couple more recent ones definitely are uh getting to play Maryland Death Fest at the Rams Head in uh, I think it was 2015, which was just fucking epic, and uh, we basically like played. We started as basically the main lot was finishing up, so it wasn't there weren't many people when we started, and then it was kind of completely full when we finished, and mass people were digging it, and we had a friend of ours mixing the sound who made us sound just fucking killer. And uh, so that was just a fucking amazing moment. And then also probably uh, playing the Asakusa Death Fest in Japan, in Tokyo, which was just fucking amazing. The whole uh, visit to Japan was just out of this world, just a total mind fuck. And uh, that was really kind of the capper of like, you know, just fucking traveled across the world to play like a big underground death metal fest in fucking Tokyo. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Uh, you mentioned the Rams head in Maryland for the fucking uh, Maryland death fest. I was wondering, is that, did they name that after, after the uh, pentagram song? I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> I was just thinking <laughs> Or at least that maybe at least that they sacrificed a goat to you know at its opening or something. It's <laughs> fucking cool though, man. Hell yeah. Yep. Uh, next question: 
have you ever played at any haunted venues? Haunted, huh? Um, I don't know. Probably. I'm not. I'm not too much of a haunting type of person. I like my music haunting, and that's about it. Um, but yeah, you know, we've certainly played our share of like funky dives and shitholes that you know probably aren't up to code and tons of places that don't exist anymore so if there are places that are haunted then chances are we've at least played a couple of them oh yeah next question lady red wants to know boxers briefs or nothing uh yeah <laughs> leave it up for yes <laughs> use your imagination there you go all right man well i'm about out of questions for you is there anything else you want to let your fans know i don't know man thanks for the fucking support uh hails to all the maniacs out out there and supporters and friends and uh, can't fucking wait to see everyone face-to-face and flatten you with fucking sinister, brutal death metal. And uh, hopefully lots and lots of it. Hell yeah, dude. Well, before I let you go, can I get you to make us a station tag? Sure. All right, whenever you're ready, say something like, This is Drawn and Quartered. And you're listening to Metal Devastation Radio. All right. This is Drawn and Quartered, and you're listening to Metal Devastation Radio. (laughs) Like a pro, man. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks a lot, brother, for for taking the time, man, to talk to us. And uh, what I'm going to do now... Absolutely, Zach. Thanks for the fucking... Thanks for the opportunity. Hey, man, anytime, cool. anytime, fucking love you guys, man. Uh, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to blast some more drawn and quartered for these motherfuckers so they can go insane, all right? Sounds killer. What song? Uh, let me see here. We got uh, Age of Ignorance coming up, man. Oh, yeah, that one speaks for itself, right? Fuck yeah. <laughs> all right, bro. All right, man. We'll talk to you later, man. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks again. All right, later. See ya. There you have it, folks. Drawn and quartered live on the Zach Moonshine Show with Metal Devastation motherfucking radio. What I want you to do right now is put your speakers in your fucking windows, put them in your front lawns, put them in your neighbor's fucking driveway, put them everywhere, man. If you're living in the basement, tape your fucking speakers to the ceiling. If you got fucking speaker wire long enough, carry your fucking speakers outside. Put them in your fucking neighbor's fucking house, man. If you got Bluetooth enabled, put your speakers in the back of a fucking U-Haul fucking truck and have it fucking ready for these motherfuckers because they're going to be wanting to move, man. They're going to fucking want to leave as soon as they fucking hear this shit. I fucking tell you what, man. Crank it the fuck up.